This is Alive with Joseph. Give Jesus your highest praise this morning. And we welcome everyone online and we ask that today's word will bless you as well. Let's begin from the book of Job chapter 8 verse 7. We are looking at living bravely. Number 3. He says, though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Every great tomorrow has its roots in little beginnings today. The only thing I've come to discover that you do from the top is a grave. That is the only thing you can build from the top. Anything that will go up starts from the ground. The deeper the foundation, the taller the building will be. To live bravely, wherever you are, you can start there. You don't have to have everything before you start. You can begin from where you are. A person that has a dream, one thing I've come to discover is they break down their dreams in stages and they begin the journey to their dream from where they are. Everybody has the ability to, they have the ability they require to start the journey to greatness from where they are. In the book of Matthew chapter 25, when you read from verse 14 to 30, Jesus gave a parable of the talent. And in that parable, in verse 15, he said, everyone was giving talents according to their several abilities. The one who received one talent was expected to start from that one talent and not make excuses and complain about the one talent they have received. But we all know in that scripture that the one that received one talent did not begin from that place. They complained and they wasted the talent given to them. The one who received one talent was expected to begin from that point, to start from that point. Listen friends, don't despise little beginnings. Every great future started with little beginnings. Every great future. No great future started great. Every great future began with little beginnings. And with this whole pandemic, businesses have crashed a lot of things. People have lost so many things. You need to understand that you must refuse to be discouraged. Start from where you are. Bravely start again from where you are. No matter how little, no matter how insignificant it may appear, Begin from where you are. And when you begin from where you are, God will honor your effort. God will increase your effort. And God will bring you to the place of testimony in Jesus' name. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Give Jesus praise this morning. Listen friends, God speaks to your potential, not to your circumstances. He doesn't look at your today to determine your tomorrow. He looks at what he has put on the inside of you to create a future for you. That is to say friends, whatever you have can give you what you are looking for. Whatever you have now has the potential to bring you to where you are supposed to be or to bring you what what you are looking for. Jesus asked them, what do you have? When it was time to feed the people in the wilderness, he asked them, what do you have? They said, we only have a little boy's lunch. He said, bring it. That is enough. In Second Kings chapter 4, the prophet, a woman came to the prophet and said, debtors are about to come take my children. The first thing the prophet said to the woman, he didn't 
said to the woman, let me pray for you. Isn't that interesting? He didn't say, kneel down, let's pray for you. The first thing he asked the woman is, what do you have in the house? What do you have in the house? Because it was what they have or what they made available that God was able to use to give them what they are looking for. In John chapter 2, Jesus again arrived at the wedding and they said to Jesus that the wine is finished. The wedding is running short of wine. And Jesus said to them, what do you have? He said, do you have water? They say, yes. He said, fill the water pots with water. Fill the water pots with water. Then the Bible records that they fill the water pots with water. When they filled it with water, he said, now take out of it and go give to the governor of of the occasion. When they did that, the man tasted the wine and said, this is the sweetest wine he has ever drank all his life. You must understand, if they had not filled the water pot, there will not be any wine to drink. Jesus required them to begin from where they are. You have water, start from there. Fill up the water pot with, with, with water and the rest will happen. Listen friends, this is one season. You must be willing to fill your water pots with water. It is one season. You must bravely step out to fill your water pots with water because if you do not fill your water pots with water, there will not be anything for God to use in bringing you to where you are supposed to be. It was what they made available that God used to make the impossible possible. God didn't bring wine from heaven. It was their own water that God used. The woman said to the prophet, I only have have a pot of oil and the prophet said that's fine that is enough I don't need you to have anything other than what you have in your house and the prophet said to her go and borrow vessels don't borrow a few she said to, he said to her actually go abroad and borrow vessels are you understanding me friends listen the woman did not go abroad she went to her neighbors what the prophet was had prepared for her was greater than the vessels her neighbor had. She said, go abroad and borrow vessels. What is abroad? Abroad is abroad. Abroad is not your next door neighbor. Abroad is abroad. And the Bible recorded, she went and brought few vessels. And when the oil began to flow, when the vessel finished, the oil stopped. Listen friends, this is one season. You must go borrow vessels. It is time for you to borrow vessels. You must understand oil is about to flow every time there is a crisis on the planet earth there is always a restoration that follows it and those who have borrowed vessels they are able to tap into the flowing oil and they bounce back greater than they were before listen it is time for you to borrow vessels lift your voice and say I will borrow vessels now I'm not talking about going to borrow money to buy a new cloth no I'm talking about borrowing vessels Vessels, borrowing vessels will require you acquire skill beyond your certificate. Borrowing vessels will require you get out of the field you are used to. I was, my, my wife was sharing with me, you know, she attends a business school every Wednesday, every Saturday. And a, a woman in their school was sharing with them how her husband lost her job and he started cutting.
passing grass. They said the money the man has made so far is more than all his salary, annual salary put together in the few months he has been cutting grass. That is borrowing vessels. He could have stayed at home, I've lost my job, get angry, and be fighting the wife, beating the children, doing all kinds of things. But he understood the principle of borrowing vessels. That sometimes God will not have to bless you within the confines of your certificate. That God goes beyond your certificate to certify your destiny. It is a time for you to borrow vessels. Boldly declare, I will borrow vessels. I didn't hear declare, I will borrow vessels. Give Jesus praise this morning. Come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. It is time to borrow vessels. It is time to borrow vessels. Listen, there is an oil that is about to flow on the planet Earth. But those who have borrowed vessels, they will be able to milk this oil. Receive grace to borrow vessels in the name of Jesus. I say receive grace to borrow vessels in the name of Jesus. So go borrow vessels. Go borrow vessels. Go abroad. Acquire that skill. Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of the things you used to do. You need to begin to get out of the things you are used to doing. Borrow vessels. This is one season. You must have a side hustle. You must have something else you are doing outside your job. You cannot live only on job 8 to 10. Or is it 8 to 10? Okay, whatever time, 8 to 4, 8 to 10, 8 to 6. No, no, no. You must understand no one becomes a millionaire by 8 to 4. No one becomes a millionaire by 8 to 5. You must step out of your comfort zone. It is time to borrow vessels. It is time to borrow vessels. It is time to borrow vessels. It is time to increase your skill and get into territories you were not used to before. And I believe we have entered a season whereby you will need to bravely start borrowing vessels because the oil, because the oil is about to flow. So you must overcome excuses for failure. Failure is not strange to humanity. Failure is not strange to humanity. Every great person had a beginning and in their beginning they failed in their attempt. Failure is not strange to humanity. What is happening to mankind now is not strange. It's not strange. This is not the first pandemic the planet Earth is experiencing. Google the bombonic plague. Actually, the bombonic plague is even worse than this. Do you know why it looks like this is the first pandemic the planet Earth is experiencing? Because of social media. The bombonic plague, it was called Black Death. It was worse than this. Worse, worse than this. They were also wearing masks. They were also wearing all of... There was no fans on the stadium. Places were shut down. This is not the first. Mankind will still overcome this one. Mankind, listen friends, God has built humanity to overcome. There is an overcomer's grace that is upon us as human beings. Particularly upon you as a believer. Give Jesus praise and declare I am an overcomer. Give him praise this morning. You must overcome excuse for failure. Overcome it. Overcome it. The difference between someone who failed and and did not arise and the one who rose out of their failure was they they were bravely they were willing to bravely continue and they didn't stop. 
while one failed and once they failed they gave up another one failed and refused to stay in where they have failed haven't you heard they say winners don't quit and quitters don't win is the truth of, re- of life is the reality of life winners do truly not quit and quitters never get to win hallelujah i was reading something about the tabasco sauce in my preparation for this teaching i discovered that the tabasco sauce we all know the tabasco sauce but if you do not know probably you'll have seen this bottle and it can juggle your memory was created by edmund mcherney he was from maryland originally he moved to new orleans in louisiana he went to seek a fortune there in 1840 and when he got there he got into the banking industry and he made so much money but during the course of making those money something happened in the united states the states were fighting each other let's say a pandemic happened and chaos all over the place businesses crashed everything was destroyed he lost everything he lost everything he went back to texas for a while moved in with his with his wife's parents in every island in louisiana but he had some pepper he has acquired seeds of pepper he has acquired he planted some of those seeds in their garden in every island and sometime around 1867 he began to experiment with that pepper he crushed the pepper mixed it with some salt after a while he crushed another one mixed it with salt and vinegar stored it for a couple of uh, a couple of months about a month or two and he brought it out and it tasted well and he gave to everybody around them before you knew it he, he, the pepper moved in the community before you knew it he went and found little little bottles these bottles you see today were perfume bottles they were perfume bottles thrown into the dustbin and he went and got all of them washed them and packaged the sauces like that and began to sell them around in in 1867 or so in 1867 they they they, they in 1870 rather they patented it and the thing moved all over the nation and today tabasco sauce is on every table in the globe everybody knows tabasco sauce you might not know the name but that bottle you see that famous bottle that famous bottle you know that bottle was as a result of him not having a container to put it it was a perfume bottle while others were crying he was busy borrowing vessels can you imagine he was in the banking industry but when everything failed he borrowed vessel into making pepper sauce he didn't say a hold me a banker no 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 it listen this is one season every one of us must step out of the usual and go borrow vessels I said, go borrow vessels. And the borrowed vessel. Look at where Tabasco is today. Google the, the, the value of Tabasco. Google the value. It's the time to borrow vessel. It's the time to borrow vessel. It's the time to borrow vessel. Things have crashed. Yes, I know. But this planet Earth listen we have not gotten to the time where jesus is returning back he's not returning back yet so that means on this planet earth he has put in it what can replenish it again so it's time to borrow vessels 
I see great men and women arising from this house. I don't know who you are. I see great men and women arising from this house. You are one in the number in the name of Jesus. Give Jesus your highest praise this morning. Come on, go ahead and celebrate him this morning. Hallelujah. Why do people fail? Why do people fail? Failure will be present or people fail when they are going about other people's business or when they are busy about other people's affairs. That is when they fail. This is not a time to be busy with other people's affairs. Leave other people's life alone. You cannot live bravely when you keep meddling in other people's life. You want to know what is happening in Mr. Mr. A's house, Mrs. B's house. Leave... What is happening there is not your business. That is what creates failure. Failure happens when you are busy about other people's affairs. Other people's affairs are not your assignments. They are not your assignment. Don't waste your precious time investigating people's life. You are not that degree. Stop it. Whether they, whether they are doing well or not is not your business. Whether they look good or not is not your business. Mind your business. Tell your neighbor, mind your business. Failure happens when you go about other people's business. When you are meddling with other people's affairs. Number two, failure will happen when you are casual. When you are nonchalant in the face of opportunity. When you are non-challenged in the face of opportunity. When you do not grab opportunity like a bulldog. Listen friends, every opportunity you lost never returns back. Every season there are things God has designed for you to do. If you do not do it and you miss that season, it will not come back. Wasted time can never be recovered. You can manage to attempt to do what you are supposed to do yesterday today. But do you know what you will have? You will have double load because you are adding yesterday's work and today's work together. The time you ought to be resting, you are doing what you should have done yesterday today. Haven't you seen students who don't study? (laughs) Exam night. (laughs) They are cramming the whole book. The whole textbook then they can't manage then they tear the pieces of book and plaster it all over their body how, how do you how do you even do that because when they ask you the question where will you know that the question is coming from and when they get to the exam hall they are disturbing everybody excuse me number two what did you write forget what I wrote you write your own when you're casual, failure happens. People fail because of the inability to control destructive appetite. When you cannot control destructive appetite, you invite failure. Number four, people fail when they allow childhood scars and inherited learned habits to, to control them. You need to unlearn certain habits. Maybe you came from a family where they don't know how to manage anything. You need to unlearn it. You need to. There must be a transition in your mind. Anybody can change. It is your change that determines your change of levels. It is your change that will change your situation. It is your change that will change your playing field. 
your mindset must shift otherwise you will struggle with things that you are not supposed to struggle with you will struggle with things you are supposed to dominate you can change any habit you can break any ungodly lifestyle some of us need to begin to do that so that we can see our lives making progress so that we can prosper any dream God gives you will require faith to power it. It will require bravery for you to pursue it. Why? Because any dream God gives you will always be bigger than you. Why? Because the dream that comes from God always comes with a redemptive purpose. It comes with redemptive purpose. It comes with redemptive attachment. Knowledge they say is power. And the lack of faith can hinder you. So if you're not educated, do your best to be educated. And I'm not talking about going to a university. I'm talking about educating your li- yourself about life. Educating yourself about life. One of the greatest challenge and the curse of our generation is our certificates. Many have a certificate, but they are not educated. Educate yourself about life. Some of you, yes, it might be you going back to school, but majority of you is not. Educate yourself. Are you cooking? Educate yourself how to cook beyond pap and flesh. Educate yourself beyond that. Educate yourself beyond that. That when they invite you to cook, you're not only cooking pap and flesh. Not everybody eats pap. <laughs> Brendan is laughing at him. Not everybody eats pap. They ask you, can you cook continental dish? Your continental dish is macaroni and cheese. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. We are in a time where knowledge is available everywhere. Acquire the knowledge. Let yourself be a knowledge bank for you. Educate yourself. Tell your neighbor, educate yourself. The world has become a global village. And the way things are going, it is coming to a point where there will be a standard for things to be acceptable. We are getting to the place that there will be a standard for things to be acceptable. And if you don't come up to that standard, you expire. May you not expire in the name of Jesus. I say, may you not expire in the name of Jesus. I say, may you not expire in the name of Jesus. Give Jesus your highest praise this morning. It is time you upgrade yourself so that you can be relevant in time. Acquire business skills. Acquire investment skills. Develop all the skills you need. You should be able to know how to write a good proposal. You don't have to write a voluminous book, a good proposal. What are you going to offer? How will you offer them? You should be able to. You should be able to. We cannot live bravely if we do not make adjustments. You should learn how to make presentation. I come to you, I want to invest in your business. You should be able to convince me in five minutes why I should put my money in your business. Listen, there are people who are, who wants to invest. But the reason they do not invest in other people's business is because you have not convinced them enough, even though the business has the potential to bring increase. They ask you, how will you spend the money we'll give you? Um, I'll buy a BMW first. Ah, 
I won't give you my money. Know how to do a presentation. You don't have to do presentation in English. You can do it in Sutu. And the people will listen to you. You can do it in Tonga. They will listen. You can do it in Venda. They will listen to you. But know how to be able. They put you here. I have two million. I want to put in your business. Tell me how you will spend my two million. In five minutes. Listen. Just tell me you have 200 million. You want to give me. In fact, give me two minutes. By the time I finish, you will double the money. You should be able to. You should be able to, friends, read books. Read books. I'm not talking about reading big books. No, 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 no. I'm talking read books, read articles, read books, read articles. It can just be a one page. Acquire that skill. Learn something new. Challenge yourself to learn something new every day. Listen, friends, this is what I do. Let me bring you into my life. Every day I ask myself, what is the new thing I have learned? What is the new thing I've learned? Learn something new. Learn something new. Read books. There are many people who don't receive tenders. Not because anybody is witching you. Because that's always how we think in the black community. Somebody's bewitching me. Nobody. Read books on how to present a tender and do the job well. Educate yourself. Read financial books. How do I manage my money well? Listen, friends, having a university degree doesn't mean you are financially educated. You must learn them. No school teaches you that. So, friends, education is so important. When I mean education, I've explained it. You learning in the field that you want to venture into. In the field you want to borrow vessels from. The field you want to borrow vessels from. Educate yourself there. Listen, information changes our level. And we live in a time where information changes every 24 hours. In fact, in less than 24 hours. We have seen with the pandemic how, you know, nations were changing. Unless you think that things are beginning to stabilize, the next thing they come and tell you, we are now in another wave. Things are restructured. Information changes our level. It changes our thought patterns. Information adds value to our life. Be current, friends. Be current because being current is the currency of life. Be current. When you improve your life, your lifestyle also improves. Your life cannot improve if you're not informed. To be uninformed is to be deformed. To be well informed is to be transformed. So expose yourself to information. Study. Acquire. Learn everything you can. Read everything you can read. Because knowledge is never wasted. Listen friends. If you don't read for a long time. Science has proven it. That if you do not read for a long time. After a while. Your brain goes to sleep. Your brain goes to sleep. You have to wake up your brain muscles. By continuing reading by beginning to read that is why because many people's brain is sleeping when they open their bibles to read they sleep you must wake up your brain your brain muscles if you do not feed it it goes to sleep goes to sleep you must read read your bible at least 
Read it. Train your mind to assimilate information. Train your mind. It has to be trained. Listen friends, living bravely is not something that happens supernaturally. You must train yourself to live bravely. You have to train yourself. Begin to read. And when you read, you become educated. I see captains of industries rising from this house. I say, I see captains of industries rising from this house. If you are going to live bravely, take note of these two things and I close and we pray. Take note of these two things. If you're going to live bravely, you have to be persistent, number one. You have to be persistent. Don't be discouraged. Don't be weary. Don't give up. Be persistent. You tried it. It, does, it didn't work. Try it again. It doesn't work. Try it again. It doesn't work. Find another way to do it again. Don't give up. Be persistent. Don't give up. Till you break through, don't give up. In Genesis 26, the Bible talks about a man called Isaac, the son of Abraham. He was a persistent man. He refused to be discouraged. Even when his enemies came and closed his well, he refused. The Bible said, and Isaac dug another well. They closed it. He dug another well. They came and take it from him. He dug and he kept digging the well, refusing to be discouraged. You started a business. It didn't go the way it was supposed to go. Don't bow your head in shame. At least you did something. Give Jesus praise this morning. At least you did something. At least you did something. You are better than the one who didn't try anything. You tried, it didn't work. Celebrate yourself for trying. Because trying alone is victory on its own. So be persistent. Be persistent. Be persistent. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 3 verse 13 to 14, Brother Paul speaking, he said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before me. I press towards the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He said, I keep pressing on. I keep pressing on upward way. I keep pressing on. I keep pressing forward. And I, every time I press, I gain new heights. So I keep pressing. He said, this is one thing I do. Do you know one thing he does? He said, he forgets yesterday. Learn to forget yesterday. Be it a failure, forget it. Be it victory, forget it. Learn to forget yesterday. Don't celebrate yesterday today. When the victory happens now, celebrate it now. By tomorrow, forget the victory. Because when you keep celebrating yesterday's victory in today, you will not be able to receive today's victory. He daily loads us with benefits. Every day has his own benefits. Celebrate Jesus this morning. Number two. Number two. If I'm going to live bravery. Number two. Take control of uncontrolled emotions. 
If you're going to see your life improve, take care of uncontrolled emotions. People that have not made progress in life, some of them have uncontrolled emotions. Every successful people, not all anyway, they have a total control over their emotions. That is why you can afford to insult Barack Obama on your social media page. He doesn't even know you exist. We're not talking about the other guy who will respond to everything. You can't live like that. I always ask myself, how, what time does this president have to president the nation? If he's always responding to every Twitter, I, I get worried. The same thing when I see our ministers. If I see a minister who is only responding to every Twitter, what time do you have to think of how to move the nation forward? Uncontrolled emotions. Uncontrolled emotions. Control your emotions. When you have control over your emotions, you don't notice what people are saying. Stop answering back people who are busy talking about stop. Listen. Can I give you the secret of victory, secret of success that I've applied in my personal life? Stop answering back people. If you win that area, forget every other area. They have the amount they will say. Is the amount? Have you noticed something? People only talk about you because they can see that you're moving forward. Nobody talks about a stagnant person. People only talk about progress. So if you want people to stop talking about you, then stop making progress. But if you want them to keep talking, you just keep moving. They will talk and talk and talk until they are tired and they start celebrating you. If you want to really live bravely in life, don't be moved by what people say. Keep your focus. Keep moving. Don't stop. Keep moving. Stay focused. Stay focused. Don't ag- answer every argument. Don't answer. Like me, you come to my social media page to misbehave. I block you. That's how easy it is. That's how easy it is. I have no time to start arguing with you. No, it doesn't exist. Stay focused. They remove you from their clique. Celebrate God. You do not need a friendship to exist. You cannot live bravely if you chase after every word spoken against you. You cannot. You waste your time. So I begin to release you to go this morning. People are very provocative in nature. Never forget that. People, human beings are naturally provocative. So don't let anyone provoke you. Because when they can provoke you, they will distract you. And when they can distract you, they waste your time. And when they can waste your time, they waste your life. Because anyone who controls your time controls your life. That's how simple it is. I've discovered that the race of life is like track and field sports. When an athlete is running, people are cheering him. Some are also booing him. Have you, do you notice that, let's really use Usain Bolt or Mo Farah, for example. They are running. People are cheering them. Do you see them stop and they start waving? Hey. Hey. 
No. They keep running. Your cheering, they keep running. Your booing, they keep running. Why? Because your cheering and your booing is not their focus. They have a finishing line. Stop stopping yourself in the middle of the race to acknowledge praise. And also stop stopping to acknowledge criticism. Both of them are the same thing. (laughs) Remember, the same Jesus. The same Jesus. They were cheering him. The king of the Jews, they brought their clothes, threw it on the floor. He was stepping, they were, they were, as he was, his triumphant entry into Jerusalem. A week later, the same people were cheering him. A week later, were the ones saying, crucify him, crucify him. Listen, you, you enjoy the cheering today. When they boo you tomorrow, it will affect you. But when they cheer you today, and you don't notice. Even when they boo you, you won't notice. Your destiny is too precious. Stay focused. Both praise and criticism are designed for one thing. Distraction. So make sure you overcome uncontrolled emotion. There are six natural disasters which I've observed in our society on the planet earth. They are number one, volcano. Number two, typhoon. Number three, hurricane. Number four, tornadoes. Number five, earthquake. Number six, floods. They are all major packages of power. One thing they have in common is they are uncontrolled. A volcano is power uncontrolled. An earthquake is power uncontrolled. Floods, power uncontrolled. They are all uncontrolled power. And what do they do? They destroy. These things are very destructive. When power is not controlled, it destroys. The same thing, when emotions are not controlled, it becomes destructive. That is why you must conquer your emotions. Subdue your emotions. Whether negative or positive, there must be a balance. Conquer your emotions. Subdue your emotions. Conquer your emotions. Subdue your emotions. The Bible, actually, if you are, if, if, if you're, if you are going to live a life of bravery, you must come to the place where you, you, your life is, is on, on, on what I call a balanced foundation. You can't improve your life on a lopsided foundation. And these are the things that helps you live bravely. The Bible says in Proverbs 25, 28, our last scripture, he said, he that had no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. An uncontrolled person, an uncontrollable person is like a city without walls. When you are angry, control yourself. When you are happy, control yourself. When you have money, control yourself. When you are broke, control yourself. When you win, control yourself. When you lose, control yourself. When you make progress, control yourself. When you, when you, when you lose out in life, control yourself. Relationship work, control yourself. It doesn't work, control yourself. An uncontrolled emotion can become destructive. And you cannot live bravely if you do not control your emotions. Two things, persistent, uncontrolled emotions. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. We believe you are blessed by the word. 
For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Mogotcha. Till next time, God bless. <music>